Think you know what way it's going to go? Make your bet at Sports Interaction. Whether it's World Cup, hockey, football, or basketball, Sports Interaction has you covered. Bet pregame, live in play, or one of our many prep bets. Sports Interaction makes it easy to deposit, play, and cash out. Join now and see all sports betting has to offer. Want to bet? Head to sportsinteraction.com slash SDPN. That's sportinteraction.com slash SDPN. 19 plus, please play responsibly. She scores! Take a moment to look up at the ceiling. You're about to bust through it. SDPN, the PWHPA and Sports Interaction. Want to bet? Presents Hockey. Like you've never heard it before. The Noxie and Cax Show with Liz Knox and Carol Emard. <laughs> Let's get it. Go. Welcome back to Noxie and Cax on SDPN in partnership with the PWHPA. We're coming in hot off All-Star Weekend in Ottawa, and we're going to get to all those highlights in just a moment. But first, we have so many tour stop updates. It's exciting. You're going to want a pen and paper for this one. <laughs> Let's start with the Scotiabank Showcase put on in Owen Sound and Collingwood, which is here in Ontario, January 21st and 22nd. Tickets are going fast, so you want to get those at pwhpa.com. Cax? Then we have the beautiful OHL showcase that was just announced this week. Um, so we're going to a couple of different cities here, so hosted by uh, the Barry Colts. Uh, the Kitchener Rangers, Niagara Ice Dogs, and Peterborough Pete. So we're going back to Peterborough. Um, had a blast last year, so really happy that uh, the PW is going back there. They were a great as- as- association. And then I'm excited for all the other regions that we're going to, or cities, sorry. Um, I think we have a couple players that are from those town as well, too. So it'll be exciting. So those are uh, from February 10 to 11. And then tickets are up right now. So you've got some time, uh, but you do not want to miss the action. So you can actually go on our website and get the information there as well, too. And Je- so Jesse Eldridge, good Barry yeah. gal. So yeah. expect a lot of fans for her out there. Yeah. Uh, Niagara, we've got to have players from Niagara Well, Mel, Mel DeRochers and a bunch of the girls from like Welland and Hamilton area, or those area are like near that stuff. Yeah, so, not far. Yeah, and then uh, I believe, uh, I think Vasco is near. Yes, Vasco is Near there as well, too. Saint yeah, yeah St. Catharines, exactly. Yeah. So um, I think her entire family will be there. So shout out to uh, her and the fam. And then uh, the Pete's, we had a blast last, se- last season. Like I said, yep. the, the arena was packed, hoping to do that as well, too. And then the Kitchener Rangers. Um, I don't know if anyone's from Kitchener. No, from but the P-Dub. Laurier is in Waterloo, which is like... Pretty much the same place, but don't tell them that. And I was going to say, I went to school, St. Lawrence, with Mike McKenzie, son of Bob. You know, and he is the GM uh, for the Rangers as well, too, and believes in women's hockey a big time. So, Mike will be in town. Thanks you. Thank you for hosting this whole thing, too. So, a little bit of a slew connection here. Uh, Love on top that. Of it. Mm-hmm. Love that. Yeah. yeah, I'm super stoked to be going to those OHL cities. And... You spoke about going back to Peterborough. We are going back to Washington. <laughs> Woo! I can't wait. This is going to be a fun one, too. <laughs> they, the Capitals organization, fantastic hosts. Uh, super pumped to see them. And little teaser, sounds like there might be some uh, special events happening that weekend. So you're not going to want to miss that. That's not until March 2nd and 3rd. Tickets will go on sale December 20th. So maybe a last-minute Christmas present or... I mean, Valentine's Day, New Year's Day, a Wednesday. Let's I don't go. care. Get your tickets. Washington, <laughs> D.C., March 2nd and 3rd. So let's get to the Canadian Tire All-Star Weekend recap. And we want to start off with the interview. Well, first of all, the puck drop. Yeah. Billie Jean King and Alana Kloss present in Ottawa. Uh, I heard about this, I think, the day before we kind of started to announce that there was going to be a special guest. So really, really cool that they took time out of their schedule to drop in to the All-Star Weekend. And they both sat down with Tessa Benham, uh on, on TSM or RDS. Uh, does RDS get that, that stream as well? 
Um, they did. I don't know if they presented the interview itself and then translated it, though. But uh, that was something that, unfortunately, maybe if it wasn't present in the French land, uh, it was like an amazing interview. I loved it. And I was just going to add, like, every time that Billie Jean, Billie Jean King and Ilana are in the building, it's just so... Um, You know, it, it gives you that hold back if you ever mm -hmm. lost it a little or it gives you that like fire that you or fuel that you need and stuff. And I, I had actually friends and, and family members that were there and were just so impressed by, by, you know, they're in this building. They're taking pictures with our fans. They're just, they're like, they're an amazing icon, you know, and then the stuff that they're doing with us is just so amazing. And sometimes I take it for granted, but having them in there, um, you know, was like, again, just a boost of energy and a boost of, uh, this is why we're doing it. And this is why they're behind it with us. So I, yeah, yeah it was very, amazing to have them very there. infectious kind of enthusiasm behind both of mm. them. And we're going to get to their interview a little bit. Obviously we're not going to roll the clip or anything, but <laughs> I pulled some of the things that were said in that interview with Tessa. And I think we'll just go in, in sequence of how kind of they came out in the interview. But uh, the first one is a quote from Alana Kloss says, History helps us shape the future. And I think that's something that at the PWHPA we've, you know, never lost sight of is making sure that we weren't repeating mistakes of the past. And mm -hmm. that's why, you know, this whole process has taken us the time that it has and patience <laughs> has been such a virtue to us. But, uh, we've just been really careful not to, you know, kind of repeat those mistakes. And at the end of the day, like whatever other leagues has done in the past and whatever we could learn from it. And like you said, like, you know, it's, it's, working and making sure the CBA makes sense to all players. It's making sure that we have the right humans involved and the right values and stuff. And um, that quote itself, like shaped the future. And I think it was said a hundred times in that interview that the girls that are working towards it in the P-Dub are aware that they're not going to benefit out of this. Mm. And we are doing this to shape what women's hockey and the professional women's hockey should look like in the near future. And, you know, we're having a say in it. And I think that's pretty big in terms of here's the standard moving forward, right? Here's what needs to be hit at all categories and then just keep on pushing it. So yeah, that was a, that was a big line. I mean, I got goosebumps the whole time, but I, I know we'll keep going. <laughs> every time they talk. Um, <laughs> and that actually segues perfectly into Billy Jean's, uh, Next quote, to have professional women's hockey, make it, we have to have the top players. And that's what we have this weekend. They've stuck together. They know deep down that they're what they're doing now is teeing it up for the next generation, to your point, Cax. Mm -hmm. And then I believe she goes on to say, uh, Tessa had asked her, you know, what what's the key to success or what continues to motivate you or motivate yeah. her when she was doing, you know, the original uh, you know, women's tennis association. What, how do you keep persevering? And her answer was patience and don't tank things. Don't take things personally. Yeah. Forgiveness is really important. If you have to change your game plan, that's, I kind of add that in, then change it. Cha champions adjust. And I think that's really cool. I think yeah. especially the don't take things personally part really spoke to me because You know, you're trying to build this future. You're trying to succeed all the way along. You hit speed bumps or you hit roadblocks, you hit walls of mm -hmm. either people or associations or whatever saying it's not going to work or you can't do this yeah. or whatever it may be. Sometimes it's your own inner dialogue <laughs> that's saying, <laughs> what the hell am I doing? But, uh, you know, the patience is, is the key and just the willingness to adapt and overcome when situations change. I mean, We all know these things. We can read them in every, you know, Hallmark book, whatever. Yeah. But when the great Billie Jean King says it, it's just something that lights that fire again. It does. And it puts you at ease with things too, in a, in a sense, right? So like patience hit home for me and also like forgiveness and is important and all that, that stuff. Like it's patience on, in, It's okay. Don't rush into things. So don't try to take like the shortest route or like, or, or even like the easiest road or whatever it is. Like, it's okay. It's going to be fine. It's going to turn out to be like something that will, um, happen. And, and, you know, and, in, in the, sometimes like you have the closest people or people in your life and you, they're, they don't see it or they don't believe in it or, or they don't necessarily, um, want to tag along on, on that journey or whatever. And then at the end of the day, Um, it's not about them. It's about what you think. It's about what you believe. And it's about also where you want things to go. And, you know, um, I think that the patient part was just, 
Okay. Yeah, it's true. We've been patient. And sometimes I get impatient here and there and I'm like, oh, I want it now, you know, and I'm, why can't we announce something? Like, where are we at with like, and it's just, um, yeah, it's just like, it's okay. Things are working itself. Things are coming together the way it should be coming. And, and again, you know, change and adapt and, and make sure that it's at the end of the day for what you've been pushing for and not yeah. just oh we're going this way and it's not necessarily exactly where we wanted to go no actually let's let's keep moving yeah. let's keep moving and not accept things so that resonated with me big time and Alana yeah. closed out with for me it's great to see these sponsors participating she names them uh it doesn't happen without them this is the part where I get yeah. the goosies again the men get it all the time the investment the emotional support and time to succeed and she goes on to say, you know, how great it is that the PWHPA has had fantastic partnerships, fantastic sponsors, great hosts on our secret dream gap tour. And this is it, right? This is the, this is the point is that giving ourselves the time, the investment, the emotional support to mm-hmm. navigate that journey that we don't quite know yet and allow the time to succeed. I think that was a really cool point. Um, and we're I love doing that it. too. I never thought of that in the sense of like, it's true that the men do get the investment and the emotional support. We get the, it's not going to happen support. You know <laughs> what get, I mean? Or are get. you crazy? <laughs> like we get the, you know what? I'll prove you wrong yeah. type of like attitude instead of like, love sometimes. Hey, go, it's going to be okay. You know, like Speaking I wish someone it. would be, Oh my God. You know what? PWHPA or PHF or whatever women's hockey league, you're going to do it. And we're going to be behind you 110%. No, go back to your stove and your kitchen is what I get <laughs> for my natural habitat, you know, type of quotes. And I'm just, and I think you were going there with it. And you can go ahead. That was the funniest tweet, by the way. I have to give you some props on it. <laughs> so if you man, missed it, do you, have you ever said to a man, Go back to your farmland yeah, and cultivate your, your shop. Your, yeah, like, no. Like, oh go gosh. back to your me- mechanics and, and fix your car. No, yeah. he has all the chance in the world. Train hard. Fix yourself. Mentally, you need to be prepared. So make sure you have this, like, support system behind you and everything. Oh. That's no. so funny. If you Cats, go it. back to yeah, go for <laughs> I it. Was, I was not in Ottawa this weekend. Uh, I was, I had work conflicts and, uh, so I had taken this, a picture of Cax in the box, taking a penalty and tweeted we'll something Cat. like Cax in her natural habitat. I did a little <laughs> David Attenborough, you know, soliloquy <laughs> after that. I thought it was pretty funny. I think of myself pretty funny. Often it more was times good. than the people around me, but <laughs> this guy, and I don't want to give him any more airtime because this, this is like, I've convinced Typical. myself that there's, it's either a personality type where it's like, they just crave any attention, no, no matter if it's yeah. negative you or like it's like or... a bot that's just like programmed <laughs> to find things to be mad about. And Ooh. I think it's kind of one and the same. Like these people lack, you know, emotional intelligence. And they just want to be angry, mean people. Like that's part of the internet. Yeah. But to the all the to say that I put the tweet out. It was lighthearted. It was fun. It was women's hockey. And then like yeah, Joe Blow whatever comes in is like her natural habitat's behind the stove. And I was like, behind but, the stove? Like, but <laughs> but you cook in front of the stove. Like, is she feel like is she gaslighting? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just dying. I'm like, oh, maybe maybe he's French. Maybe it's backwards. I'm not sure what it is. You want to try it in French? Like you just made oh, it was I was so like good. And everyone was good with the joke. Like it was coming back and forth. By the way, it was my first penalty, so that's why. Yes. Liz Knox made it seem like it was a, a big deal. I went on a streak without a penalty for about six games and then which is a really big deal for Cax if you've watched it is. her career. And I, <laughs> I will say that I play better if I get a penalty. So I have to maybe not, not believe in that fully, but I, it's yeah, just like I you're playing aggressive hockey. There you go. But not like mean aggressive. I'd no, say, no, no, no. Yeah. That one was tough. As soon as I, like John, Johnson tripped, like I was turning, she tripped over my skates and stuff. And I, I tried to moving it away. And as soon as it happened, I was like, mm. Yeah, I'm going in. Like, I just completely, I was like, oh yeah, that looked bad. That looked really bad, even if I didn't mean to do this. So I, yeah, 
but bro, she's fast and she crashed over over my legs. I'm like, whoa, well, yeah, it happened. It's like tripping over so, a curb. Like it happens. Yeah, exactly. I didn't mean to be there in her way. And boom, that's Cax saying she's sorry, Johnny. <laughs> I said it right away. I'm like, ooh, my bad. And I just went like I didn't even stop or I curled right into the box. I was just, like, yes, <laughs> this is where I need to go. <laughs> uh, you come by it honestly, and that's why we love you. So, just to recap the week, the weekend quickly. And now I, I know Cax, you have some kind of game recaps. We can go over those quickly. Um, yeah starting on the Friday. So these were our regular tour stop games. We had Team Adidas, Scotiabank. Adidas came away with that one, 2-1. But as Cax will tell you, the stats tell a different story. <laughs> Team Adidas, yeah. So it seemed like when we look at the game summary, actually, um, seems like Scotiabank was dominating in a lot of areas. So we we have with SportLogic a um, report that we give to coaches and everything. And um, honestly, uh, Scotiabank created more chances. They had like, you know, four check chances, rebound chances, all angles. They were kind of like dominating a added Adidas on that on that game and just seems like Rooney had a really good game. Uh, she was challenged a little bit more and then, you know, she actually, uh, you know how we have like expected goals and then goal saves above expected. So uh, her numbers were she saved basically 2.2 uh, goals versus like 76 on the other side. So Michaela had a great game too. Um, it just seemed like uh, there's a little bit more action uh, against Rooney and then she played well. So shout out to the goalie on that one. That's Kosha. You may, you know, in the expected goals value and stats, you were a little bit, you deserve the win on that one. So we'll and give it to you guys like that. To that point, the Adidas goalies, <laughs> uh, not to jump too far ahead, we'll get back to the other uh, Friday game, but Aaron Frankel also stood on her head on Saturday's game against Sonnet. They came away with that win for nothing. Frankel yeah. earning her first PWHPA shutout and getting Gatorade's Athlete of the Week. So I saw that. So shout well, out to her as well, too. There. And we've that talked about her really on the show game. before. Like had a had a <laughs> tough start in Montreal. She's settling right in now. Yeah. She's putting up the zeros. Adidas goalies are climbing their way back through the charts and helping their team get a couple W's on the way. So stoked for both those two goalies. The team Adidas win on Friday and Saturday. They're on a heater now. So let's go yeah, back to Friday's game, Team Sonnet versus Team Harvey's, which yeah. Cax was in. Big and game. This was a nail biter, man. Like yes. you guys. Let's talk about a team that deserved to win versus a team that got unfortunate <laughs> at the end Poor there. Sonnet, man. I, I feel for them. quickly becoming my favorite team because I feel like I spent oh. most of my most of my like junior career and CWHL career on a team just like Sonnet, where you just yeah. you're right there and then it just seems to slip away. Yeah, I will say. I will say that when I look at the stats and I did say, you know, maybe Harvey's didn't deserve it. Harvey's didn't deserve the first. I will put it that way. And that, yes. this is not me, Corellimar, playing for Harvey's. I will tell you, we absolutely <laughs> sucked her. in the first <laughs> and the first as well, too, as, as in terms of player. But when we look at the stats, seems like we picked it up in the second. And Nicole Hensley had a fantastic game the whole time, crushing yeah. it. And then something happened with three or four minutes left in the, the third, you know, where people woke up and... I mean, it was two, uh, I was it two nothing. I can't remember when it was the two goal nothing. happened. Yeah, yeah, it was two nothing. And Wait, then were you guys six on five on the, on your first goal? Yeah. So two, two sh like six on five. We, were we, you know what? I'm going to confirm that, but I think we were. We just had, yeah, we were. Yeah, yeah, we were because we, yeah, um, tried to face off and everything. And honestly, like Nicole was like playing out of her mind. So she faced just so we, look at the stats here quickly um 2.78 so she actually up leading up to that she was like probably gonna steal the game you know what i mean like yeah. we allowed that to we gave that kind of stats to goalies in the nhl and and she was on her way to do that and then sadly the goal happened uh with i believe a minute left or maybe a little less and then jesse eldridge jesse again pictured this eldridge Picture this. She's a righty. And I do know that Team Canada does practice this, right? The shot off literally behind the goal line, trying to hit the goalie and goes in. And she whacked at it once and then whacked like slap shot, clapper thingy. And it just 
literally hit Nicole Hensley in the mask and then goes in and she knew right away as soon as it hit her you saw her head going like fuck really yeah. to tie it up to two and it there's uh 0.7 seconds left i think or something like that or 1.6 something crazy crazy tight at like, the end i and don't I even talked- know yeah go ahead no go ahead i, talked I was just to gonna you, uh- <laughs> No, I go. was going to say before you go, because I we were on the bench and the freaking bench went crazy. Like it was back to like, this is the team I played with for four years type of level. People were jumping on each other, like, wow, like screaming. I'm like, oh my God, I haven't been this happy in like a few <laughs> years for a goal. Like I'm like, this is back. Like hockey is back finally, like feeling the team atmosphere. <laughs> I love it. Well, a good come from behind victory will do that to a team, right? Like keep yeah, you guys yeah. going. And I, I mean, the I tie was to, crazy. Uh, I talked to Erin Ambrose at uh, our U of T practice and she was just same thing. Like she's just like, come Come on, man. Like they played a great game, had the lead for, you know, virtually 60. It was like 57 yeah, minutes. They had the lead yeah, exactly. For. Yeah. And yeah, then, yeah. and she said she talked to Hensley after the goal. And, you know, as every competitive goalie does, she's just like, ah, oh, what was I doing? Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, nah, man, like there is no way that you're predicting that shot from there. You At can't. that point in the game, like, I mean, it's, like, that's just the way she goes. Hensley was perfect that game. Like, it was fine. Like, she was like, and again, like, she faced like inner slot shots, like more than than we faced on our side, and or she received on our side. And then same thing, like slot passes were going left and right. Like, it was just like she was moving. Like, she little toe cap, I call them saves that she makes all the yes. time. Like she had a couple of those too. And um yeah, no, I, like Nicole played amazing. And then again, she, she, if we didn't score that at the end there, she probably would have had like a three point or two point something goal saved. Yeah. Um And then we finished it up for you guys that didn't know we won in shootout, I guess. Um, Humble brag. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, you're right. Harvey's coming with the three, two win. So, yeah. Sonic does earn one point in that game because yeah. they went into extra time. Harvey's mm-hmm. takes two points, correct? You got I it. Think. Yeah, two or three. three points per game. Three points. Yeah. And then I think yeah, we yeah. get it all. So uh, keeping the standings pretty much where they were going into the weekend mm-hmm. in terms of rank. Uh, of course, we won't skim over Saturday's game. Adidas took Sonnet for nothing, as I mentioned. Aaron Frankel with the shutout. And then Harvey's taking Scotiabank 3 1. Uh, to lead the standings, Harvey's still in first, Adidas in second, Scotiabank, Sonnet. Only one point between Scotiabank and Sonnet, so that's a good little tilt there. And Adidas is kind of creeping up on Harvey's, I'm not going to lie. Now, there's five yeah. points between, but that's two wins, right? So, it can still it's still anyone's game. And the nice thing about having the four teams is that, I mean, nobody wants to be playing number one if you finish four, but... <laughs> Anything can happen. You know, I, I heard, I overheard from a few players and, um, actually Vasco and other players from Sunnet, but they're like, you know what? Doesn't matter. Everyone's making the playoff. And when it matters, that's when we need to show up. And I was like, mm. <laughs> that's a good point, but still, like, yeah, it's true. So we need to not, um, I guess underperformed when it comes to the, uh, and, and showcase, yeah. I guess. You can't take your we'll foot there. off the gas. And you got it. We're going to talk a little bit then about the skills competition and all-star game, which happened on Sunday. It was a three-on-three style tournament that was aired uh, on our TSN RDS broadcast and ESPN plus in the States. Um, mm-hmm. But before that, it was pre-recorded, uh, the skills competition. Yeah. And before we get into that, uh, SportLogic did some cool things Cax was saying about <laughs> kind of the, so a lot of the players that we saw in the all-star game. So why don't you go through... Some of those top players, their strengths, and uh, maybe an NHL comparison. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically, um, what we did, and, and we got a couple requests from TSN and everything, and providing some stats and some points for for them to you know play with or give some visibility to players. And what's cool is that we actually take a, we took a. Sometimes just to look at the stats from this season only. So both for the P-Dub and players and the NHL players and uh, just give a couple comparisons. So strengths based on their games right now uh, and this season again. And then same thing, who do they look like and what players do we compare to? So, you know, just a, a fun little game, but it was it's important to provide that kind of information for broadcasters too, so that people can 
you know, everyone knows the NHL players, minus maybe some people that don't watch as much the, the men's game as other. <laughs> I don't pay attention, but it's good to g just give a little bit of a, oh, okay, yes, that makes sense. Like I, I can see the games being compared uh, or comparable or even like, oh, I didn't see it that way. And it opens up a couple people's eyes. But we were just talking about uh, Jesse Eldridge and we, we made a couple, uh, uh, I guess, strengths and, and came up with the numbers that she's been putting and the stats that she's been putting this year. And um, her strengths are based on the stats solely, not me watching the game, but it's creating chances of the forecheck in the cycle, uh, mm -hmm. getting slot shots. And her comparables are Evgeny Malkin or Brad. Patty Kachuk. And wow. I couldn't agree more with that. This is just based on numbers, right? So, um, and then again, we, we would, again, I'll name a couple from each team, but Sunnet here, we have, uh, Brian Jenner and then again, strength, getting cycle chances, slot passings and getting to rebounds is a big uh, part of her game. And she is compared to Mark. Shifley and Jack Eichel, actually. Which oh. I can see. Yeah, I can I see. I can see Shifley, Shifley. Shifley more than Eichel for me. And I think he's a cooler player, too, but that's just me. <laughs> <laughs> um, here I got one for Scotiabank. Um, Megan Keller, so number five. She plays on Team USA as well, too. Uh, so plays key minutes in all situations. And then slap passings is a big um, uh, strength of hers. And then she's compared to Eric Carlson. And Ro uh, Roman Hosey, you'll see, sorry, from wow. the Pred. Yeah, I can see that. She get, likes to control the puck, likes to have it in the back, you know, and giving a little bit more shout out to um, the U.S. players as well, too. So last one. Um, we all know this, but I was going to I was going to go with Kendall here. Kendall Coin. So. Uh, her strengths, obviously driving, scoring. So <laughs> getting it to the net. Uh, so possession, taking it to the slot and stuff like that. She is the leader in XG. So these are the big, big values we add to shots, uh, and ozone possession time. Uh, she also <laughs> takes the puck again, like I said, slot and inner slot shots. She's leading that in our PWHPA numbers. And who is compared to that in the NHLs are TJ Oshie or, uh, Joel Erickson X. So she is, um, you know, not necessarily comparable to the fastest players in the NHL, but I think this is a game that we don't talk about often with Kendall and her being the leader in XG's in ozone possession time and in slot and inner slot shots tells you a lot. The girl gets to the danger zone and is a danger, like a threat every time she's on the ice. So not yeah. just a speedy girl, you know, that's it, right? Like it's easy to compare her speed and pick, you know, Connor McDavid or something like that. But yeah, Based on the stats, what she's generating, the the chances that she's generating, some fascinating stuff there. So we yeah. thank you, Cats and Sport Logic, <laughs> for continuing to give visibility. And maybe, it's actually maybe I'll interesting. Share the, maybe I'll share the post too, so it'll be easy for uh, maybe our guys here at yeah. uh, SDPN. We can see like quick pictures, I guess. So you can, you know, Snapshots. not necessarily just listen. Yeah, yeah. Listen to the Frenchie telling the all these things. Sometimes you may miss uh, <laughs> miss a couple words and. <laughs> At like, so during the all-star game, uh, cause I was at home. So I was, you know, keeping up to date with the skills competition on Twitter and Jared yeah. book did a great job, um, doing exactly this. And I'm not sure if he, you know, was fed the same package that sport logic put together, but he was comparing kind of some of the times, the accuracy, the, uh, not so much the skills challenge, I guess, because that would depend on the NHL version versus our version. But he yeah. was giving comparisons. And fascinating enough, somebody had commented like, why do we keep comparing this? And I was, I read this person's comment like a couple times and I'm like, I can't tell if they're mad because the women shouldn't be compared or if they're mad because they feel it has to be compared. And I'm just like, I don't know. The point is that the NHL has, you know, much higher visibility much higher yeah. player recognition, much higher, call it clout or notoriety, whatever it may be. Mm -hmm. The average population knows who, you know, Austin Matthews is or Connor McDavid yeah. or whoever. And the average population doesn't yet know who some of these players are. So the value added in understanding an NHL comparison is not to compare physically yeah, no, or whatever. It. <laughs> it's not the game. It's to give an idea. This is the type of player that you know, Kendall coin is on the ice. So yeah. I think it's really fascinating stuff. I love it. <laughs> Keep it coming. 
Yeah, it's it's just a uh, and again, like for those that know women's hockey, it can be frustrating and you know at times to see a comparable. But at the end of the day, it's also just they're that great, and we just need to compare them to the great or see if like the stats are actually you know answering some questions or showing some some new sides or angles that you didn't think of. So shout out to Jared too; he always does a great yeah. job. He was an amazing. Um, guy when we were here at Whitley Canadian and following our team a lot too. So, um, I love when he does that kind of stuff. He's a, he's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> he knows the game and he just, he does, he does. So we will get into the skills comp- competition a little bit. I did want to shout out that both the PWHPA skills clinics were sold out this weekend, which is great. Our players are loving giving back to the community. So I'm glad that the, the community out near Ottawa, I'll say, was able to benefit from those. Um, let's start with the skills competition. Fastest skater, no surprise to us, Kendall Coyne Schofield with a time of 13.872. Impressive score, faster than yeah. her, her all-star lap at the NHL skills competition a couple years ago. Accuracy shooting, Brianne Jenner, 10 sec, 10.627 seconds. Yeah. She had a good interview after saying that. Yeah, she was practicing, you know, a little pass receive with her passers, making sure that they were on cadence, I would say, (laughs) to make sure she would win that one. She crushed it. Um, Pooh, taking skills challenge. The skills challenge. She made it look easy too. Like (laughs) stupid easy. Like just the silkiest. Like all three of them made it look easy, actually, like so far. But yeah, Mm -hmm. it was like smooth, easy. I just, yeah, I, I would love to see her in the NHL skills challenge actually and see how well she would do yeah. <laughs> compared to the guys. It'd be fun. Uh, she, sure. she, fantastic. And she had like a really fun interview kind of, you know, she was asked, did you surprise yourself? And she was like, oh, you know, I just had fun. And the net was really tiny and, uh, <laughs> but she made it happen. She, she walked <laughs> away with it. And then, of course, our save streak. Now, this was kind of controversial, I heard, Cax. Were you on the inside for this? I did not hear from Mm. many, but is it like, okay. So, I would assume it might be because, you know, players are going at different times. No worries. Hi, Rupert. We'll give give him a shout out. Um, So, explain to the, the, uh, like, auditors or, sorry, the, the listeners here. So goalies are going back and forth, right? So Anne, let's say, starts. She faces as many players as she wish. And it's any players from, I believe they had some kind of order, but it's the whole group, right? It's not just the people that were in the skills comp. Um, it's like from the four teams, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, and they just go correct. on and on. Okay. So you can have top players going back and f- like back to back. You can have D going at any point. You can have, you know, more of a shooter than a, Deeker, whatever. So, talk to me about the yeah. controversy. <laughs> I don't know. I heard that there was possibly a tie for save streak, <gasps> but that maybe Debian was in when she had hit the tie, or maybe she had set the tie number. I don't know the details. I don't want to get involved in the investigation. Oh. It's ongoing. <laughs> Big but investigation. Regardless, we got to give a shout out to Emirates Mashmire, who allegedly, I'm not. You know, corroborating okay. any allegations hey, we here. A, why don't we announce a double tie here? Or a both of them had the longest streak. Is that what we're kind of saying? I don't know that for a fact. This, this is all hearsay that maybe, I get. Maybe we're starting a rumor because we can't yes, start rumors. Yes. And it's okay. <laughs> we're on a podcast and a rumor is both Emirates and Anne Renee may have had the longest yes. streak. Safe streak. So they're and facing players. Carol Mart may have also been faster than Mary Philippe Poulin in the skills challenge. We don't know. <laughs> Carly Mar was not there. Let's <laughs> kill this rumor right there. <laughs> Either way, the players had a great time. You could tell it all over their faces. Uh, it was it was nice to see on TV the full broadcast. Um, shout out to the the broadcasters in the booth and in between periods, just giving our game a great voice. Uh, it was really yeah. fun to watch from home. You know what, Carly Mar did kill it and killed the <laughs> dance floor at. Crazy horse with a bunch of other PWHPA that were not participating in the all-star game. So just have to say that I did win that skills. Yeah. It doesn't <laughs> surprise you know me. Erica Howe actually may have been like better. Oh, and she was playing, but she was drinking water, guys. Everything is safe there. Howie yeah, is, she's a great dancer. She's a great dancer and she has a great time. Often yeah. stone sober. 
which yeah, I she was our driver. Her. So she was on water the whole time. I mean, yeah. We tried and she's like, no, no, thank you. And she was killing it. Just caught in so. a rug. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> I love that. It makes sense it why funny. we were such good goalie partners together now. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. I, I see the I see the resemblance here. <laughs> the dance floor. So dance of course floor you, guys, you you owned the dance floor, didn't you? Well usually you do. You so you would have been there with us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wish I was. I would have been I would have been right in there with you guys on Saturday night. Um and then of course the players in the all star three on three were resting yeah. up for Sunday's big they competition. Were no lie. Yeah. No, it's true. That's, That's what they do. That's a lot do. of games, actually, if you think about it. Like it back is. to back to back. Yeah. So if, if you missed it, there was seven games, seven 10 minute games. It was really yeah. cool, actually, to watch from home because it basically would be a 10 minute segment of three on three commercial break, come back, and it's a new two teams. Yeah. Um, they did I it will well. say, one of the things about the all <laughs> Rupert is just being so needy today. Oh, that's cute. It's um, okay. One of the things about All-Star games, you typically see like super high scoring games, right? But these are 10-minute mm-hmm. like mini games. So when you yeah. total up the goals, there was a lot of goals. But when you look at the individual games, 3-1, couple donuts, one nothing, mm-hmm. 2-2, 1-2, 2-1, one nothing, 2-1. So yeah. the goalies put on a show too. I mean, <laughs> they did. I get it. Cuz they did their work. This is a, this is kind of like a tough situation. This is why, like, honestly, I don't like playing in charity events as a goalie <laughs> because if you go and like put on a show, like stand on your head, you don't play put defense. On a clinic. What's that? We don't play defense. No, so that's no, there's you no guys. defense. Yeah. So if I go out and like I play really well, right? I kind of look like a dink. Because it's like, you know, this is supposed <laughs> to be for score. fun. Yeah, like we want highlight real goals. So I'm like, yeah, true. But if as a goal you go out and you let in like seven mm, goals. Yeah, no. You look like a bigger dink. <laughs> it's like you're so you're st- stuck at the like, in, in <laughs> between. <stuck>. Like you're... <laughs> I get it. I get it. We kind of have that usually in the players, but I, I don't think I didn't feel that way watching the girls uh, doing the three on three uh, this past weekend. It seemed like everyone was like having fun, but it was like back and forth, back yeah. and forth. I've I've seen some back check too. I'm like, well, okay, people are. This is happening. Like yeah. we're in the mix here. So yeah, yeah it was, no, a, it, was it was a good opportunity to showcase, and there were some really big saves. So I th- like I wanted to shout out the goalies on that. Made some huge saves. That's also great highlights in my mind. Some nice goals. And of course, three on three, lots of ice, tic-tac-toe plays. Um, Had some fun with it. Saw a little goalie change on the fly. I love that personally. (laughs) At the end of the day, Team Keller coming away with the championship. And we have to shout out their guest coach, Vicky Sanahara, who is now the winningest coach in PWHPA (laughs) All-Star Game history. Because it was our first All-Star Weekend. <laughs> I love it. Love it. You know, we have to get her on the show, too, and talk about her experience. Uh, but that's awesome. I also, like, to your point, we had some alumni, um, you know, national players to be guest coach on to, with uh, some of our coaches, um, right? Cami Granado, Kim St. Pierre, Jaina, Vicky. DJ Am Smith. Am I missing in a DJ Smith? Yeah. yeah. And then, you know, we, and then uh, I think Corey still coached and, uh, Laura Mack was, uh, also a coach there. Matt was there as well, too. I believe so. If I'm not so, mistaken, yeah. all of our coaches were there. So it's fun to also be, you know, on the bench and having fun with some of those, you know, Hall of Famers and great, great, uh, players of all time, basically. And then I heard like coaches were coaching, you know, they were coaching to win. They weren't just, Kind of like having fun either. Well, so. I'm sure there were some, if I know Vicky at all, I'll just speak for her. <laughs> I'm sure there were some friendly wagers that were happening behind the bench. Oh, for sure. For so sure. They, they, no, it was, a, it was a great time. And like you said, just really nice to see those players still involved, still happy to give back to the game and, and, you know, kind of meet this generation of player as well, because. Yeah. Although they know each other a lot through these national team camps and various, um, you know, organizations, whether it's universities or NHL associations, whatever it may be, 
it's always nice to get back in the ring. Yeah. And you put uh, some faces, to have the names some and personalities, some convos that are happening. It's just it's good. It's it's facilitating the whole connection. Um, and making sure that everyone's involved in this as well, too. So I love yeah. that. Love to see it's a good it. way to give back. Yeah. And speaking of those legends, we saw last night was game four of yes. the rivalry series between Canada and USA. Um, of course, the PWHPA very well represented on those two teams. Um, I would say, I don't know, 75 to 80% of those rosters, if not more. I'd say maybe probably. more. I'd well, there's a university as well, too. Correct. There. So lots of younger players uh, were involved in this game and in these two games, actually, uh, that we'll see. So last night was Vegas and they're going to L.A. Uh, for the next game. And uh, all of the university kids are in this one where we didn't see them in the previous one, just being with their own teams and stuff in NCAA. And, um, yeah, so we had on both sides, I believe, like, two to three new players uh, or four maybe uh, that we hadn't seen. So it was, it was fun to watch for sure. Late game, but very fun to watch. Yeah. Too late for me. Uh, <laughs> watched a little, I was on shift of course too. So I watched yeah. a little bit of it. Um, Canada or USA, sorry, leads the series now three to one with Canada's yeah. victory last night. So they took the game in Las Vegas, three, two first game. They've won of this rivalry series. Maybe yeah. this is going to start the comeback. Uh, we will see time will tell i will say too i will say before we get into the details of the game sue vegas did a really good job you know and and uh i think that any uh nhl teams that has been hosting the rivalries so far too has done an amazing job with visibility and promoting the game and and again in vegas not necessarily a hub where there's uh, tons of like maybe people didn't take the trip because it's vegas too and who knows but the rink was packed again too right so um we, we had the young uh girl hockey association that were there too for the vegas nights uh golden nights and and i just i just love to see the rinks being packed like that and i love to see these signs that you know i'm I dream to become you one day and all that jazz. And it just makes you, you know, think that there's going to be women's hockey and it keeps growing and, and playing in those areas, you know, like a, a Vegas, like in a, a Seattle, uh, couple of weeks ago and stuff. It, it makes it, it makes you grow the game in itself. So shout out to the association there. Um, I think they did an amazing, amazing job and I'm looking forward to see what LA does as well too. And the proof is in the pudding, right? Like what you're saying is if you put time and effort, support marketing into making sure people, people know that this game up. is coming people show up they're you know what? like it. this is exactly what i would tell people that oh but women's hockey doesn't sell tickets and women's hockey doesn't sell jersey and they don't sell anything put them out there you'll know bring yeah. them to the rink you'll know you know what i just watched the um a special on tsn on the wnba but it was about the 1998 or six basketball women's uh usa basketball uh team i think it's 96 i might be mistaking but it was all about visibility publicity they played so many games all over the u.s basically doing a little bit of like i'm not comparing what we're doing but showcases everywhere uh with the university but they just brought jerseys they brought things they brought mm -hmm. you're gonna sign autograph you're gonna be on on paper you're gonna be on you know top of a magazine or whatever and then women's basketball became a thing mm -hmm. and they've found out that they could sell tickets so again this is the proof we are filling some nhl games and yes it's team canada and team usa but those players play every weekend elsewhere and they yep. play together too so they have some really cool connection um you know when it's maybe uh you know kendall coin playing with a jill sonny and a, a sarah nurse that you see playing against each other come and watch them but let's promote us let's promote these games you know and then we'll see these rigs fill up so anyways proof right there Proofs in the play. Invest. Exactly. Invest. <laughs> so, in the game yesterday, we had yeah. kind of in order, Amanda Kessel opened the scoring, which is yeah. great because I don't mean this to be insulting, but she's been a little quiet. Like, I, I feel like she kind of... She's we been working couple, with the Pittsburgh uh, Penguins, right? Mm -hmm, yeah. In their front office. So, obviously a very busy, like, she's she's got a, you know, a full-time career happening. Yeah. And she's, she's when she can like in and out you know. of rosters. Um, unfortunately, yeah. she couldn't play for us in Pittsburgh uh, on our secret dream gap tour due to illness. Um, but yeah, it, she, she, she didn't skip a beat. Came I back know, in, it, it, opens the scoring. 
this is the kind of like professionalism too that we see with our players, right? She hasn't really touched the ice in terms of games, uh, but probably make sure that she gets on the ice with people or does skills here and there. But yeah, yesterday was a, you know, flat out two on one. So Kendall just took the puck and went skating. And all she, all Kessel was saying is when you see her with the puck, you just got to go and straight to the net and she'll find a way to get it uh, on my blade. And that's what happened. Thompson played uh, the two on one really well, but it went through her legs and then Kessel was just waiting as a righty, just, you know, putting it in there too. So um, no, it was a great play. Uh, you're right. She was quiet. We saw a lot of like actual, like, people that hadn't really scored yet in the series scoring yesterday. So it yeah. was a fun game to watch in that sense too. So that goal fed, as you said, from Kendall Coyne Schofield, then Rattray in the second period. So first period, one, nothing USA. Second period was all Canada. Rattray scoring mm -hmm. on the B way going five hole, which you love to see. I was saying today, like, Jamie Lee Ratchet is a 13th forward that scores goals for your team. Let's call her utility player. Like, and that let's is call a coach's her, dream. That's, that's like what you need when you need her. And at the end of the game, they put her with uh, Pooh and Jenner too, right? So she, she is asked to do things once in a while and she shows up. So again, that goal was uh, mishandled by Keller, which never really happens at the blue line either. And then boom, Jamie Lee just jumped in there and then used her speed. She like, Honestly, the distance that she created or the space she created between her and Keller was like, it, it was sad to see almost, but she was gone <laughs> and coming. And, and I think Rini knew she was going to go 5-0. And sure enough, it's still kind of, it, she, yeah, it went in, you know, trickled right through and. Again, the eyes of Rooney kind of going like, oh, shoot, I should have had this one. But she was coming with so much speed. And I'm, I'm sure it's super hard to, yeah, to play yeah. as a goalie, you know? So the yeah, speed shout is out to Jamie to Lee on this. Yeah. And I will say like, Ratty has been somebody that has really added a lot of tools to her toolbox, I think. Yeah. And we've seen her on a few breakaways this season, in the PWHPA, and she's done everything from, you know, backhand high mm -hmm. glove changing to it up a yeah. little tuck five hole to now shooting on the rush so it's good to see her player development she's obviously a good friend of the show and it was nice to see her pot one last night to yeah. open the scoring for Canada we're in a 1-1 hockey game and then Turnbull's goal from Bourbonnet why don't you talk yeah. us through that Right at the end of the second to a uh, fiery line, I'd say, Clarky Turnbull and Laura Stacy. They were buzzing, buzzing. They had been buzzing for the entire period, pretty much. And I love to see Bourbonnet finding Turnbull on the back. So what happened is a quick kind of like D to D or Bourbonnet got it at the blue line and she waited. Actually, Thompson, that's right. Thompson faked the shot, whatever, slid it across to Bourbonnet. And Bourbonnet was like on the side and just waited for, for Blair to come around the net. And Blair's a righty. And it was just like shot pass directly. And the skill to redirect it over the goalie's shoulder when your stick is open like that, it was just a beautiful goal. And shout like this is the vision that you get from Jamie as well too. Like she sees the game so well. And I was really happy for her to get, um, you know, on the, the scoring board there, our scoring sheet, and then again, Turnbull right before the end of the second. That just gives your team, you know, that little edge uh, to go back and believe and then come back for the third with, you know, some some energy. So, yeah, yeah. that was a nice goal too. Like you say, momentum into the third, but it's not <laughs> over yet. <laughs> Hillary yeah. Knight doing what Hillary Knight does, scoring big goals that, for Team USA. Yeah, that was another breakaway too, but breakaway that was set. So nice flip from Harvey, actually. Uh, defense, a young one from the US. So uh, I, I don't even know where she came from, either the bench or something. And it was a perfect flip that landed in the feet of the <laughs> Canadian defenseman pretty much and then like scribbled like through or whatever and then Niter got it and she's coming full speed and didn't even touch the puck basically waited and then her release is sick so it went underneath the glove um against um uh Campbell and yeah it just like I was like oh no 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 yeah yeah this is like <laughs> this is not on a breakaway ends. or <laughs> night against a goalie it's uh it's a goal so yeah and she has been quiet as well too uh in the rivalry series so that was you know um I don't know if Turnbull scored before but I I think Kessel Knight and uh Rattray what that was their second in in the 
No, I I don't even know if she scored two in the rivalry. It's been a I'd have to you go know, back four and games. Look. So yeah, the yeah. thing with like four games over like a few months is like yeah, I got the and you don't know if memory. it was from Worlds or <laughs> yeah. not, you know. So yeah. you mix matched it too. But I I do know it was uh, Knight's first one, and then same thing with Kessel. And uh, I just I just think again we saw I got two two getting in late in the third. Classic and Canada USA hockey game. Eh? Yeah, and I was like, oh, it's going to OT, and then you know. We've, I spoke about this, but I, I do think Team Canada practices to shoot from all angle and to shoot at the feet of the goalies and to try something sometimes and, you know, below the goal line or at the goal line. And we saw, um, the last goal, it's nurse going into a four check scenario and then bump play that happens. The D fumbles it and then she gets it and she's in the corner, literally maybe this far from the goal line and shoots it at the net and it hits Rooney's left foot. So she's in the right corner, left foot and goes in. So, you know, you, you, there's no bad decision when you put it on that like that. And then you hope for the best. It could have been a rebound right in the, yep. you know, danger zone there, uh, inner slot area. And no, it went in. So coaches, that gave us the <laughs> coaches say the three all the time. Two good things happen when you put the puck to the net. So yeah, exactly. So that one was good. And I'm not going to lie. I kind of wanted the, not to stay up later than I was, but I wanted an OT scenario. So I was like, Oh, maybe they're going to, they were buzzing in our zone a little, but, um, you know, we saw some huge block shots from who, from, uh, other players, huge, like, um, Picking up the sl- the the stick in the end there because they were, I guess five on four for a bit because there is a penalty four on four, uh, pulled the goalie. USA was five on four there and then six on five and they were buzzing there. So kept the lead and then they won. Good game, yeah, very good game. Good to see Canada get into the mix. I'm sure that Team USA will keep that fresh in their mind come Monday. That's right. Uh, they are playing at the Crypto.com Arena in Los Angeles. California. California. So that'll be a great Man. game. And um, what a trip to go to. <laughs> I would love to go to LA. Seriously. Well, you might. Maybe. Who knows? One day I will. Speaking of traveling, <laughs> <laughs> traveling real far with this traveling one. Eh? So far for me, like it's, it's going to be a bit of a trip, but oh, very, very minutes, exciting news it? that Women's Worlds, April 5th to 16th, Coming to the yeah. CAA Center in Brampton, which is like 15 minutes from my house. So I'm excited to be there. Maybe we can plan something special if I can get my act together before April. I think it would be fun to do some Oxy and Cax on the road, maybe. Why not? Why not? That could be a good show. And again, you can get on the uh, priority list right now for your tickets. Uh, so we'll go on Hockey Canada. Uh, you can find that. And then the, the tickets will be on sale shortly after that. But yeah, it's going to be awesome. It's on the Canadian soil. And I, you know, it was supposed to be in Halifax a couple years ago. And uh, we're back in Canada now. Nothing against the East Coast or anything like that. But it'd be nice to fill up those rinks and make sure that uh, the Canadian team is having our support here. And then same thing, come watch some great hockey because the teams are all getting better. Yeah, I see lots and lots of them um, playing, you know, in, in various uh, different leagues here or NCAA or CIS. So I'm, I'm excited to it see everyone performing. Exciting. And... Might I say, opportunistic to have literally the best players in all the world from their countries (laughs) here in Ontario. Let's go. It's going to be great. Okay. (laughs) I added this section because I thought we're going to, we're talking so much about hockey, which is good. That's kind of the point of the podcast. Yeah. But I thought maybe our listeners might like to get to know my friend Cax a little bit. So I made a section called Ask Cax. Which <laughs> I'm really sounds so bad. One and two <laughs> sounds so bad. One and two. I wasn't aware of this section. <laughs> and three, there will be a ask Knox <laughs> section at some point <laughs> for sure. We so we'll get to know Noxy as well that. too. Yeah, yeah Noxy. Okay, ask Knox. This is going to be rapid fire. Oh God. Okay. Well, as rapid. Not fire looking as at we the list. No, you can't I'm not look. Looking. I'm not. Okay, go for it. Sunrise or sunset. Mm. Sunset on the water. Oh, okay. added. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> take mm-hmm. me to dinner. <laughs> what? <laughs> what time of day are you most productive? Uh 
I'd say morning. Yeah. Nice. If morning I get up. <laughs> yeah. Morning girl. <laughs> morning. Yeah. Who is the most underrated PWHPA player? Oh, that is tough. Okay. Um, actually, most underrated. That is really hard. I'm trying to not use a national player. I'd say like Jesse Eldridge would have been a good pick yeah. for a long time, but I think we all know how good she is now. Um, you know what? Like the George, she's my center on my line. And I'm okay. I got two. The George, who's on Team USA, was like really good too. And they're both national players, so it doesn't matter. But Skimura yeah, is unbelievable. And I, I think it's because I play with them. And I would say Savannah Harmon too. God, I'm so bad. Lots I of love US. Them. It's kind of fun though, because now you're getting to see these players from a different angle. Like we're always yeah. used to Canada versus USA, and like you just watch the game differently. <laughs> mm-hmm. Savannah Harmon is a quarterback for USA now, and I see it, and she's huge on our team too. You know, you got the least decline who's like stay at home safety and everything, but Sav is like huge too. So watch her in the next game. Three there answers. I love that. Okay. Yeah. Favorite Sorry. rank to play in growing up? Growing up. Um, I'd say probably where my little hometown, Marieville. <laughs> So nice. You know, going back there and everything is fun. Now my little nephews skate there and play hockey at that rink. So it's really cute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love you that. You see the banners that you won tournament and their little names on it. It's cute. It's so fun. cute. Yeah. Whose full-time job would you not want? God. Uh, ooh, whose full-time job? You know what? I was going to say Mel Drosher, but... <laughs> I think she has a sweet life too, but she, I don't know exactly what she does, but she sells some kind of medicine. Just not her job. Yeah. I'd like her life. I'd like what the job brings to her life. (laughs) She sells some uh, medical uh, stuff to hospitals and and things like that. So she's been busy and always has appointment and stuff like that. But yeah, I'd say job wise, probably hers. And you know what? I, I found out about Grusho's life and job and she's a sparkling water tester. (laughs) <laughs> and i'm like what but she studies she has a master's in like oh yeah she's like, like uh, a chemist yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah basically so i'm like wait what so, so she explained to us what she does on the daily and like the amount of like is it bubbly enough or not is the taste is too fake or real they use real juice and stuff anyways we're gonna try them out in the u.s but i'd like to do that job I was just going to, so my next question was, whose job would you want? But I think that's our answer. <laughs> I think I'd like to do that. Yeah. That's for sure. water. Yeah. I hope we can Grusha. have her on. She's, she's, yeah, really you cool. She's invite her. She'll love it. Really cool player. Good story. Okay. Yeah. Favorite subject in school? God. <laughs> Phys ed? No. Let's be. Classic it was, recess. <laughs> no, I actually really enjoyed uh, psych, psychology. Oh, cool. I was a psych major and I really like how people brain works and what triggers or uh, like gets them going yeah i like that nice good yeah. segue what's something you don't like oh, i took this stupid class <laughs> it was a uh, it's the not geology it was uh it was a geology Geology Maybe is rocks, when you, I think, right? Yes. So I don't rock the rocks. I freaking hate this <laughs> thing. Not rocking the rocks. Oh my God. I tried so hard. <laughs> and uh, I'm pretty sure the professor actually said, I'm going to pass her. She's coming to every single, like, teach <laughs> elf and pass stuff. Her so and she I was just come like, back. <laughs> yeah, basically. And I just need it. I thought it was going to be easy. It was not the labs. Anyways, yeah. Then rock the rocks. I don't like it. But not a big fan. speaking of rock'em sock'em, if fighting was allowed in the PWHPA, <laughs> who would you like to see drop the mitts? My God. You know what? I think La Rock would be oh, yeah. <laughs> something that it would be an interesting. I, f- I feel like there's a few people I feel that like La like, Rock and Abby Rock would be. I, I had the two the in mind. I ha- yeah. I feel like there's some people that, you know, Look mean, but are are super soft—not soft, but sweet—so they wouldn't be able to fight. Yeah, I, I think I think Joss and Abby would be. Yeah, let's do it. I like let's it. hit each other for a bit and then come at the PWHPA. No, we don't. <laughs> we don't. I'd probably fight too. Let's be honest. How do you start your day? I let my beautiful dog out, Winston. <laughs> he wakes me up usually, so I go downstairs with him, whatever, let him out, and make coffee right away. I need my coffee and. 
watch him just being outside for a hot sec. I don't even go for a walk. <laughs> I don't do that in the walk morning. Yourself, I take him Winnie. on the afternoon walk sometimes when I can in between meetings, you know? Last yeah, two. Coffee. Who is the most book smart PWHPA player that you've played with or that you know of? So that's a tough one. I was going to say Claire Thompson because the mm-hmm. fact that she is doing med school and going there. Um, I will say Mel Jerosher. Mm-hmm. The girl is a neuroscience, uh, has a neuroscience degree and master's, studied little worms here at McGill and found some kind of, <laughs> she explains it to me every time. And she's so passionate about these teeny tiny worms that had three cells or whatever and she had to do something to them to basically kind of cure cancer or something like that crazy and she makes me want to listen to her and i'm like you're too smart for my own sake but i think her uh playing with her at st lawrence and playing here in the p-dub and her story and she's the most balanced human in terms of lifestyle and work and brain she is a party brain you know what i mean you know just yeah, she can do both. She, she can do she both. She hits. Yeah. yeah Us yeah. talking about science like sparked an idea for me. We should get somebody smarter <laughs> than us, which is pretty much all, everyone. And, yeah. And they should give us science terms and we should guess what they mean. Oh, that's good. And Let's we should have a that. French way. Do you know what on va faire un toast means? I'm, I'm sorry. One more time. Faire un toast. Like, have, what's your guess? Ha- fit. Have a toast. toast. Like toast, like eating. Yeah, you're wrong. <laughs> so these things, like I would, it's, it's basically like having a cheer, like like uh, having oh, a moment like where you, we, yeah, chin chin, yeah. chin chin. There you go. So like, I think it'd be fun to do these type of one liners too, and hear what. Actually, I was asked by the Pete up to do this in the mini mic, so. Let's let's keep that on the DL. Did, did you guys record? No, I haven't recorded yet, but I have a oh. bunch of liners, so I would maybe we'll would, just steal Maria Tassone's idea and claim no. it as our own. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Okay, last uh, question: yeah. Who is the most street smart PWHPA player? Street smart, eh? Like who could survive? Survive like okay. Give me a give me a, <laughs> okay. like in the day to day or like in the wild like tomorrow like, type of thing. No, like let's say your bus or train plane gets canceled and it's you and one other player stuck in a city that you don't know. Who is the person that you're hoping you're there with? <laughs> Mel. But wait, um, <laughs> I'm gonna take it back one sec. Uh, not Jill Sandy. <laughs> I could tell you who it's not. <laughs> no, she's going to trust the guy with the black van and no windows type of girl. <laughs> Come pet these puppies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, like that's tough, though. Uh, yeah, I think, sadly, I think Mel is book smart and street mm. smart. And she knows so much about the little things. She goes traveling all the time, too. So it's like, I feel like she'll tell me to eat something and it will be perfect and I'll be hydrated my whole time even if I don't have food you know it's, she, it's time to what I'm hearing is that it's time to have Mel back on the show I think so as we all know she went and biked across Canada I'm a big fan of her pitched her tents everywhere didn't have food not aware not a, not scared of bears at all so yeah she'd be my one human she does it I all I mean maybe you too I, I honestly I can build anything I can do a lot of things I can yeah, we would be I fine can, I can together. Build things. We're yeah, street I think so. smart. I think so. I think so. <laughs> I think so, Noxie. I think that's why it's fun. That's why we're fun. Here, please weigh in. You kindly. and I, maybe Rich too. I don't know. Yeah, do yeah. Rich is a good planner. She planner. can plan I'm things. I am not a planner. I go so with the flow. Weigh in and let us know kindly. And please don't tell us to get back behind the stove because. The gas line no. is fixed now, and we don't want to go back there. It's lots, full of lots of old It's been fixed food. forever, people. It's been fixed forever. <laughs> well, that's all for today's show. I like uh, that. Thank, thank you. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Of course, you can get all the information we talked about for our Secret Dream Gap Tour stops at pwhpa.com or follow us on Twitter. And I have to say this, our Facebook page is up. 
And I'm Woo! not trying to say it's thanks to the Noxie and Cack show, but I had somebody reach out to me because I had mentioned it on a show that our Facebook ch- uh, page was down and she worked magic and got it back up. So thank you. you? Thank you guys for listening. I don't have Seriously. her consent to give her name over the internet yet, so I'm not going to good. We thank it. you. We thank you for but that. We thank That's you all. guys. We thank you all for listening. And we'll be back next week for, I believe, our last episode before the holiday break. Absolutely. Last one before Christmas. And don't forget, game five, Monday, December 19 at 7 p.m. TSN, turn in, watch, do it. Check it out. And I'm guessing it's on NHL or ESPN in the U.S. as well, too. So make sure you're turning on your TVs. Even if you're not there, turn it on. Give us some visibility. Give us some views, you know. And uh, I think it's going to be perfect, but you'll enjoy it if you can do it. So sit down and watch. Until and next time. All for us. Yes. Have a great weekend. <laughs> the Noxie and Catch Show on SDPN, produced in partnership with the PWHPA and presented by Sports Interaction. Want to bet? Follow Noxie and Cax on Twitter at 27Noxie and at CareLMRD. The views expressed are those of the individuals and are not necessarily those of the PWHPA. Check out SDPN.ca for more Noxie and Cax and the rest of the SDPN crew. She scores!